It's time for Cubicle Insanity. I've got Kim here with me, and I'm Tammy. We're back together again to talk a little about that which we love, corporate America, and the craziness that ensues in cubicles in all types of offices across the globe. Our podcast is a discussion about the real insanity from cubicles in the workplaces, from leadership and leaders to experiences with life in the cubicles. Let's get into our latest cubicle insanity. Let's go. Okay. Kim, you've uh, teased this, I think, a little bit before. About? Our topic tonight. Which is? Um, Kim, there is good news for introverted leaders. Oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah, I think I fall in that category of uh, introverted. Well, I don't think I know I do. Um <laughs> So there, there's this article, and uh, it does talk about, like, kind of this ratio of number of introverts, extroverts, and people in the middle. So we'll get into that. You ready to get into it? I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So let me start this article with things that I've heard, things that I've heard managers say. Uh, as an HR business partner to managers, I've heard you know, the, the managers say this, mm-hmm. I've had it said to me yeah, about me, uh, he or she needs to speak up more, you know, make their presence felt in the room. I have no idea what they're thinking when I'm, when I present to her, she needs to be more vocal. I'm trying to get them promoted, that person promoted, but most of their peers don't know them. They need to be more social. Okay, I, um, yeah, that last one just kind of struck a, a nerve with me, I'll be honest. Right, uh, because being social, what does that have to do with being promoted? Right, <laughs> right, yeah. I've had that said to me. Like, you have to be more social, go to after work events. And I'm like, is that my job description? I'm not trying to be black and white, but. Right, 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 right. But, and I get, you know, you need to have a rapport with people if people are going to see you as a leader and things like that. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it means I need to go out drinking all the time with them. Oh, yes. Totally agree. So this uh, article is written by an, an executive coach. And um, she writes, you know, like, I think introverts are misunderstood, undervalued in our mostly extroverted workplaces and culture. Their lack of seeking attention is often misconstrued as a lack of ambition, lack of ability to connect with people, and lack of being able to influence and lead others. I'm throwing the BS flag right here now. (laughs) I'm just... That card's on the table. It's just BS. Well, okay, so first of all, do you... So, gosh, so, okay, I, I do fall... If it's a scale, I fall more on the extroverted side. Yes. Um, and I, I do feel like, and but this probably goes on the introverted side as well. I just haven't thought that far. Um, there are some extroverts or introverts playing extroverts that give extroverts a bad name. Mm. That's a little confusing. Playing an extrovert, who in the world would want to do that? Right? But you know who I'm talking You know those people I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah. And they give, like, extroverts a bad name as if extra being extroverted is 
as you and I have talked, I have this genre of people, like people I work with, mm-hmm. people, I mean, all over the world. I mean, I just sort of, you know, in my brain categorize people. And I have a category, a genre of people I like to call them, that if you speak loudly and confidently, you must be right. Yes. Right? Yeah. They are perceived to be extroverts because they speak loudly and confidently and a lot. And they express their words in this type of a tone. And so you're scared to talk up against them because, well, okay. They give extroverts a bad name. Yes, they do. So... Yeah. I just want to, like, put that out there. Like, yes, introverts, you kind of get a bad rap. But also, sometimes I feel, if I can make this a little about me for a second, I feel like extroverts get a bad rap, too. Okay, well, I'm sorry to say this isn't about <laughs> you right <laughs> now. The, no, it's the good news for the introverts. Today. But if you're an inf- introvert like me, there's good news, okay? <laughs> Do you know what? And you deserve good news. Let's share it. <laughs> so... For all the managers that are listening out there that don't understand introverts, we're going to give you some insights here, some insider information, some things to know, things to think about, uh, especially working with the introverts. So, you know, if you had, so you said, you know, you're a little bit more on the extroverted side. Do you get energized by working with people, talking to people, being around people? Oh, for sure. Does it drain you to kind of just be by yourself for, a, you know, multiple days, not around people, not talking to people? Um, I'm not talking like going to an ashram and <laughs> meditating. And... Right, right. Yeah, I mean, that does not sound fun to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you want to say what sounds fun to you? <laughs> Let's just go 180. So... I, you know, I don't mind being around people, and I, I do get some energy from people, um, but I I have to separate, detach. I have to go have quiet time. Right, right. I don't mind quiet time. And actually, like, of course, the older I get, like, I appreciate a little me time. But it's more of a... I wouldn't say I, I'm energized by it, or that's not necessarily uh, getting me prepared and reinvigorated. That's more mm-hmm. of that, as I get older, I just need a little time to not think and, yeah. and a little bit of downtime. Yeah. I don't need a lot of it. And then it's like, okay, where is people? Yeah. What, what are we doing? Yeah. So I will say moving into HR has helped me be less of an introvert I will say early in the career, my career as HR, I was exhausted absolutely every night. Yeah. Now, I'm good up until Wednesday. <laughs> hump day. And then by hump day, I'm ready. You know, I'm starting to get drained. And, yeah. you know, by the time Friday night gets around, mm-hmm. I, I need my quiet time. Yeah. To recharge. Yeah. Now, it seems a little strange, listeners. I think you're probably sitting there going, wait, you're doing a hell of a lot of talking in this podcast. Yeah. Well, we do it in 30. We're trying to do these in 30 minutes, and then we go on our way, and I have my quiet time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. So I'm, I'm trying to be more. Um, okay. So let's talk about... Um, you know, things to know about working with an introvert. Um, 
you know, if uh, it, what it, one of the things it says is often um, here's what I here's what I think is a good summation of an introvert, like in a again a summation a summary. Often introverts are more reserved and calm, express their thoughts after reflection, are private at first, have a low key facial expression, they prefer small group or one-on-one -on -one discussions, and are humble. I will say that, you know, that humble piece, we've mm -hmm. talked about it. Yep. It's one of the things that that I've gotten feedback on because I don't know how to self-promote. Yep. But I think that that come, part of it is is the introvert side of me. Um, and even extroverts, I think not everybody, you know, self-promotes as we've mm -hmm. talked about. Yeah. Um, but I think that that's one of the biggest misconceptions is that uh, because introverts don't talk a lot that yes, they are humble, but that they can't, that they're not doing things. Right. Yeah. So one of the things that talks about, and, and I think maybe this is where you're saying, Hey, I'm kind of like extroverted, but I also kind of use a little bit of downtime. It says an, an estimated, uh, the estimate is about 40 to 60 40 to 60% of people fall in the introverted spectrum. So you're probably a middle extrovert because you still need some quiet time. So maybe you're a little bit more towards the middle. Not uh, quite 50, but... Yeah, I mean... Maybe 75? Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely heavy on the... Yeah. On the extroverted side. Yeah. Okay. So then I, as I read through this article, it talks about some of the strengths of introverted leadership style because introverts can be leaders. What? Yes. Let me just say this to all the extroverted <laughs> leaders. Introverts can be leaders. Good. Good ones? Yeah. Damn good ones. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go through some of the traits. Um, because they're not always talking... Um, they don't try to dominate the conversation or direct a team. Yeah. They engage, they're engaged listeners, astute observers, prepare for meetings. I mean, how many times is extra, oh. how many times have extroverted come into meetings and you're just like, oh, what are they doing? Gosh, that so happens to introverts too. I shouldn't, I shouldn't say that, but, um, prefer writing to speaking uh, prefer one-on-one -on -one conversations. And one of the things that I thought was interesting about this is that they, um, they, they, they are effective coaches and mentors. Well, and I mean, if you look back up the list, right. If you're a good listener and yeah. an observer. Yeah. And then one of the, the last, uh, kind of qualities it talks about is, uh, their calm focus and grounded energy to provide reassurance during times of change. And I, I thought about that point for a minute, and I thought, you know, if you think about the workplace now, it's constantly changing. Yeah. Uh, with the social media, you know, we're going to start this initiative, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, whatever it might be. And you're, the introverts, by this definition kind of help keep things calm so that there isn't mass hysteria in the workplace. What do you think about that? Um, well, I'm, th I'm 
Okay, so based on all the things that you have said, if I'm buying into this talk track, yeah, yeah, that totally makes sense. What? You're not buying into it? Am I not convincing you? No, no, you're totally convincing me. I believe all of these things are true. I don't think anything of it is lies. Um, There's a but. It's not a but. It's a... This... What's the word I'm looking for? It's maybe a generalization. Yeah. Okay. These are common, uh, yes, common traits right. that they have seen in this study. Yeah, yeah. But just because you're an introvert, I don't think it means that you're a keen observer. Right. Not everybody is. Yeah. You're not always a, sometimes, if you're an introvert, you're not always a good coach. You could have your head up your tuchus and <laughs> not know what you're talking about when you do decide to right. talk. Yes. Okay. So, yes. as I mean, thinking of it in sort of very broad strokes. Yeah. I'm bought in for sure. But I think the point, of, yes, the point of this is is for managers who kind of look down upon the introverts, like that don't talk in meetings. Try to understand why. Right. So yes, and that, but that okay. So identify that they're an introvert, and this right. behavior could be reflective of that. Right. Or they could be a jackass. Yes. Yes. Okay. But yeah. yes, I yeah no I. I I do, um, I do think that a lot of these things are true, but not to say that extroverts don't have these. Or right. if you didn't list it, that introverts don't have other Right, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I just had this conversation the other day with the manager. He was saying that one of his employees never talks in meetings, so forth and so on. And I said, are they a process thinker? And he paused and was, like, shocked. And he's like, yes. I said, person's probably introverted as well. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, a little bit on the quieter side. I said, okay, then you need to draw them out in a meeting a little bit differently. Right. And here's some things to think about. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting, the dialogue that ensued from that. And as he left my office, he's like, I never would have even thought of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's thinking about what might make that person, instead of making like a, a judgment. Yeah, because he was like, I, you know, I need somebody different on my team. They don't contribute in the meetings. I'm like, well, are you drawing them out? Are you... Right. Have you talked to them one-on-one? Right. What is that like? Because he even said, after the meetings, they'll come up and talk to me with all kinds of great ideas. Yeah. And I'm like, aha, think about that. Leverage that. What can you do with that? You know, and yeah. try to walk them through. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. I Yes, 100%. Yeah. So there's some watch out for introverts as they grow their careers. Oh, Again, you know, these are, and it says any overuse strength becomes a weakness. Okay. Well, yes, that's true for anybody. For anybody. Uh, It says, you know, sometimes leaders, introverted leaders can get too comfortable in solitude and avoid building key relationships. That's true. You know, I see that happen. Um, Another blind spot is staying under the radar. And if you inform people about what you are accomplishing, they will better understand the value and consider your opportunities. So that's a little bit of a challenge, I think. If people are extremely humble, it's that self-promotion. Yes. So I think that that is a big watch out for introverts is you got to figure out how to navigate around that humbleness to do a little bit of self-promotion. Yeah. I don't I mean, know how. Right. Otherwise, I'd give you those tips, but I, <laughs> I I, can't do it, so I'm 
saying what should be done and I don't have any experience to tell you how. Yeah. And it might look a little different for, you know. Yes. For different people too, but. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this article talks about what advice would you give to introverted leaders? And it says, um, own who you are, leverage your strengths you naturally bring to your workplace and stop trying to become an extrovert. Yes. I thought that that was great. Stop trying to be somebody you're not the extrovert. Yeah. And it's not the fact that somebody is an extrovert because again, if you go back to like the purpose, the words, what they mean, it's really, where do you get your energy from? Mm -hmm. You know? So if you, um, if you're feeling like you're, you're lacking in something, do, do you tend to go be by yourself to recharge and kind of get your inspiration back? Or do you need to be with people? Mm -hmm. So I do think, and that point really made it, is that there's a bit of a uh, a perception that if you're an extrovert, that um, you're that you're just I don't know naturally going to be like that. What this is saying, you're naturally going to be a leader, or you're naturally going to be liked, or you're mm-hmm. naturally going to be listened to, or naturally going to be valued, which isn't true. Yeah. But introverts, if you're the introvert and you're the one sitting there going, well, I'm not speaking out in the meetings. I'm not comfortable doing that. It's really about that, uh, the ability to be able to do those things. Mm -hmm. So it's not, don't become an extrovert. You don't need to be charged up by people. But learn how you can speak out in meetings or learn how you can develop those relationships instead of, sitting in your office. Yeah. And that's one of the things, like if you go back to one of our other episodes where we talked about, uh, imagine it forward by Beth Comstock, she's an introvert and she had to figure out how to speak up in meetings. Um, and, and the book actually talks about some of the things that she did. And then as she grew her career, of course, her chair that she held down, people naturally looked to her to, yeah, as the, speaker um but as she grew her career she talks about how she some of the things she did tips and tricks to um kind of get out of that um the one thing that this article does kind of do is uh the the four p's have you ever heard of the four p's i don't think so the four p process uh it's an easy reminder roadmap to understand introverted leaders and it's um preparation uh, preparation is the first step and plays into it plays to the introvert's leader sweet spot. Um, presence this refer to being in the present and in a way that allows you to be with people. You're not thinking of what you could be doing done different. Uh, wait a minute, let me try this again. You're not thinking of what you could have been done, what you could have done differently, or worrying about the future outcome. Push, push yourself out of the comfort zone and practice. Practice seizing the opportunities to um, have new behaviors, to get yourself out there, to interject a little bit more if you can. Yeah. I mean, practice makes perfect. Right. Yep. So um, it was an interesting article. The point of this article, the one thing that I really think is, I think a lot of managers should read this article to think about how to 
manage introverts. Mm-hmm. Same way as I think they should read an article or something about how to manage extroverts. Because you don't manage people, this every person the same way. Yeah. And I think that that's where a lot of managers fall flat is they think one size fits all. Totally. And they don't think about the differences of each person they have on the team and the strengths that they have and the weaknesses they have. Right, exactly. Like the advice in the article that you just said was play into your strengths. Yeah. And as a manager of people, how do you help them do that? Right. So recognize what their strengths are and don't just write them off because they don't go out for drinks with everybody. Right, yep. Okay, so... Want to state the obvious? I do. I do. Um, Introverts often hear, uh, you're lacking this or you're lacking that. You're not speaking up. I'm not hearing you. Um, And so then obviously they can't be promoted or be a good leader. Okay, garbage, Kim. That's what we learned today. It's just that we're always in stealth mode. Trash. Yes, (laughs) stealth. Yeah, you're just kind of creeping around. Um. (laughs) And so introverts doesn't mean that uh, they don't like people or that they don't like being amongst the people right. and contributing. Um, they have different strengths. Some of them that you mentioned were listening and observing. And I do think that's true because they're um, they're in this maybe environment. You know, if you're in with a group of people, that is not where they're most comfortable. Mm-hmm. And so they're soaking it all in and what's happening. Um, a couple of things that you did mention too, is that they're good coaches and mentors, but I think that lends itself nicely to being a good listener and observer. Yeah. Um, and that they have like a sense of, uh, calmness. I can't remember the exact words you used, but if you, uh, have, uh, an organization where change is happening all the time, that's reassuring to have a calm leader. So in that situation, an introvert might be exactly what would be the perfect fit for that leader? Mm-hmm. Um, watch out, you said, um, that this uh, this sort of being introverted could make you appear or maybe even feel, I don't know, uh, sort of this sense of solitude mm-hmm. and maybe you're a bit removed from what's happening. So watch yeah. out for that. Be aware of it. Don't no. uh, Don't play into that. And then also that, watch out that just because this this person is not um, saying out loud all of the value they're contributing, um, it could be that that's not their area of comfort. So again, if, if being amongst the people in this, it, the sense of um, going back to the natural tendency of being humble doesn't mean that. Just because it's not being said, it's not being done. Right. Um, so the advice you talked about, don't try to be what you're not. Mm-hmm. Lean into your own strengths. But yeah. be aware of what those strengths are and how you can use them. Yeah. Um, and then you talked about the four Ps, and I hadn't heard this before. Uh, preparation, presence, push, practice. And so... That um, just gets you thinking about how do I approach, not that being an introvert is bad and you need to change, but how can you be engaged um, and 
uh, that doesn't mean talking all the time and right. all this. But how can you be engaged with your coworkers, with your boss, with with all these people? So um, I think that was. Um, but honestly, if I look at these, the preparation, presence, push, and practice, that could be everybody, For, right? Anybody, yeah, I agree. You know, I mean, the push puts you out of your comfort zone. One, like again, you were talking about the Beth Comstock book. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, imagine it forward. Yeah. Get weird. Yeah, get weird. Get weird. So, I mean, all of these could be referred to everybody, but it's a nice way to think about how can you make, how can, if you're feeling like as an introvert or whoever you are at work, how can I make progress so that I feel like I'm recognized and noticed as part of the team? Yeah. Yeah. Good. Okay. All right, so introverts, let's go crush it. <laughs> Extroverts, look out, we're coming. No. So I think this was an interesting article, and in, in, um, so it, I think it, it's helpful for managers to think oh, through yeah. this. So we, we hear you. So thank you for the article, and thank you to our active military and our veterans. Thank you to all of our listeners, and please stay tuned for our next episode of Cubicle Insanity.